0: Could I sneak right past you real quick? Oh, 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 oh. Hey, y'all in fire. All you wanna do is make a hot dish. Oof da. oof-da, Wearing shorts in the 30s, like it's hot-ish. You say we got Vikings, say we got mosquitoes. You keep living here, even though you'll say She laugh at ya. Forest, lake, shore view. Spending all your money at the caribou. Minnesota. All you wanna do is work at Best Buy. Oofda, oofda. Everybody wants to be a nice guy. You say we got Vikings, say we got mosquitoes. You keep living here even though you say you'll leave though. Oof. ready. We are on tour and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. This is the Cutline Podcast
1: with your host, Michael Cavalunis.
2: Oh, that's an oldie, but it's a goodie. Might just be the best intro that we have. Just get me a hot dish so I can play some duck, duck, gray duck. And how Minnesota isn't a part of Canada is something I'll never know or understand. But you can go ahead and expect us to leave no Minnesota saying unturned. Oh, for cute. And that's exactly what we expect this week at TPC Twin Cities for the 3M Open.
0: Goes like this. Let's find each other tonight.
2: Hey, yeah. Ah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Jeez.
0: Yeah. No, jeez. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Hiya! Yeah! It's okay! Go Bears! Oh! Oh yeah? Yeah! Oh yeah betcha, yeah! Jeez! Oh yeah! Oh jeez! You think? Jeez! Yeah! Jeez! Yeah. Oh jeez! Oh, yeah. yeah! 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 Oh yeah! Oh jeez! Yeah! She- Oh yeah! Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Yeah! yeah.
2: Cheese! Yeah, he says yeah. Cheese. 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 Cheese! Yeah! 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 Yeah? Yeah. oof There are lots of golfers here that can win. Oh, you betcha. The Open is over. Colin Morikawa is your champion. It was fun to watch. It was awesome. It was great. Called the pivot. Loved it. So what? Let's move on. Let's move forward. It's 3M Open time. It's over right it opens over it's time to go on but it's great as last week was the beat goes on the three championship is here and the cut line has all the goods this week's to get your lineups a rolling but first hello canada hello australia hello usa hello uk and if you're new to the show Damn you, voiceover guy. Where do you find this crap? If you're a returning listener... What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me.
0: No more.
2: And I do want to give a shout-out to my man living in the land of 10,000 lakes, Ryan Kaiser. Probably the only listener we have in Minnesota. Not true, but still, i like to point it out that he quite possibly is li- listening in multiple locations. Regardless, Kaiser, what's up, man? Good to, uh, you know, shoot me a text, dude. Shoot me a text. Let me know how how you other shows you're listening to are doing. How those guys are uh, are are getting your bang for your buck. Anyways, I'm Mike lunas at Lunas on Twitter. Excited to break down in 3M Classic. Sunday is fun day. We had a sweat going on last weekend, and man, was it tasty. But then Sunday happened, and... You know, it just became a casual tournament plus ROR. But regardless, remember that all the best, I want to point this out, the mo- the best DFS analysis that you can find is at cutlinegolf.com, and it's all free. Please subscribe to the soon-to-becoming newsletter, and it's just there to help you guys crush it. Now, before we get going on the 3M Open, let's get a word from our sponsor. What is the, what the great state? of Minnesota.
1: Well hey there, I didn't see ya. My name is Pat, and if it's alright, I'd like to take a moment to introduce you to a few words you might hear in Minnesota. Number one, hot dish. In Minnesota, a hot dish is what you might call a casserole but it can also be any dish with meat, canned green beans, canned corn, canned cream of mushroom soup, and of course tater tots. Number two, that's different. In Minnesota, saying that's different is our way of saying, I don't like it, in a polite way. For example, you might try your neighbor's hot dish and say, that's different. Number three, gray duck. A gray duck is a goose. It's really simple. Maybe you played duck, duck, goose when you were a kid. Well, we played duck, duck, gray duck. Number four, oh for cute. Oh for cute basically translates to how wonderful. Sure, you can say it about a dog or a baby, but you can also say it about an antique shop or a quilt or a gray duck. Number five, you betcha. This last one is really important because you betcha is how Minnesotans say you're welcome. For instance, you might say, hey Pat, thanks for taking so much time out of your day to make this video. And I might respond, you betcha.
2: So I get it, you're traveling, you don't know the proper vocabulary to use while you're out on the road. We've all been there, lost for words. Well, now you know. You go up north, you speak a new language, now, the cut line is here to bring you in depth DraftKings analysis of the 3M Open. And we're gonna do the best we can.
1: Hey, dickhead. I'm stuck. You know, I've been to Hawaii. Which island? I kinda like a pokea. You like a licky dicky? I'm a kinda kinky. Wanna peek a peepee? Some stranger. catch our fish some schmuck with his fish and my fish and your fish up on the wall and (laughs) to give you the
2: best opportunity to cash on sunday we'll be sure to bring in timely wax greenside sand traps and a putt that might drop in through the back door and the goal of the cut line is to make sure that not only is your tournament lineup in the green but so is your bankroll Cutline is here to give you smashing lineups, cashing lineups, lineups that are kicking ass and taking names and getting six of six through the Cutline. And always a special thanks to PGA Tour and Fantasy National for all the stats they provide for golf fans and PGA DFS and news enthusiasts. But it's Wednesday night. Lineups lock early Thursday morning. Thank you, Midwest. What are you going to do? Who are you going to play? The guys I trust, Fanshare Sports. Fansharesports.com gives you the leverage not only in ownership, but key stats, key leverage topics that everyone in the industry is talking about. You want to get different. This is the way to do it. So, very easy fix. Go to Fansharesports.com. After you put in all your information in the discount code, write the word CUTLINE, and you'll receive 20% off your monthly membership. You know what? Maybe, just maybe. We'll try to squeeze out one of these free membership for someone this week. We'll see what I can do. See what kind of kind of kind of pull I got out there to get someone free for fanshare sports. Regardless, get you guys hooked up. Sign up for the best ownership, best analysis in the industry. You have so many touts who use fanshare and don't talk it up. I'm not joking. It's the best ownership you're gonna get. It's the best dashboard you're gonna get. It's gonna be fantastic. So, this week, PGA Tour tackles the 3M Open. And once again, we're looking at a scorer's course. We don't have a lot of historical data. Only two tournaments have been played here. So, we stare into a weak DraftKings field. Have no fear. The cut line is here. The golfers this week have a mad challenge in front of them. Mad as in, like, they need to figure out how they're going to score minus 19 or better to win this tournament. We're back in the Midwest it means we're looking at another easy course. It's a TPC course, and the sight lines, greens, and fairways will always be in immaculate condition. It just doesn't mean that it's going to be very challenging, as the scoring will be never-ending. The, win- the winner is going to be earning quite a payday, of course. The course itself is pretty unique. The fairways and greens are built on a sod farm, and the hazards you see on the course were manually placed. The point is that this course sometimes feels more like a gimmick course than anything else. Bunkers are oddly placed, and there's so much water that it seems almost overabundant. It's probably because it's in Minnesota. You need more lakes, right? The fairways give substantial landing areas, so anyone who's finding the water off the tee is more than likely missing the cut and it's a bad weekend. Other unique aspects is how this course can easily modify its length by utilizing different tee boxes. The grounds crew is able to modify this each round to make any hole look different the next time a golfer sees this DFS players and betters are going to have to navigate an uncomfortable field. There will be plenty of golfers here that most will not have a lot of information on. This plays into the hands of those who do their homework. For starters, in 2020, only seven holes played over par. Two of those holes were par threes and the rest were par fours. Eagles and scoring will be a massive factor here, and this should be taken into account when building a player pool. Your architect. Arnold Palmer, bent grass greens, 6,500 square feet, just around average. 12-plus on the stint meter, it's tour average, 7,431 yards. Water hazards on 12 holds, and there are 74 bunkers. Looking forward to the weather here. No precipitation in sight except for late, late, late Thursday, and it'll be very, very brief, very minimal at best, um, and not a lot of wind. Until you get to Friday, and you're looking at 1, 2, 3, 4 p.m., where that wind gusts get up into the 20s. Past winners, Michael Thompson, 2020. Yeah, Michael Thompson. Before that, Matthew Wolfe, when he was 20 years old, was the first to do it of the Colin Morikawas and all those guys coming up. So... Key stats that I'm looking at. ball striking approach, strokes gain, tee to green, fairways gain, strokes gain on par fours and fives and scoring. Of course, similar courses that we look at, PGA West, Innisbrook, TPC Southwind, TPC River Highlands, and Mirfield Village. But the question is, who are we going to be playing this weekend? He's two punts from victory.
0: Only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce
2: there, boys. That's birdie all day long. So this is the Cut Lines Birdie or Better segment where we will go over the top tier all the way down through the 7K to determine our favorite plays for this weekend's tournament. And we are gonna start with Louis O. And I think that's just where you have to go here. So the question is: what is ownership gonna be like for Louis Stizzing? And I really think that this is where you need to pay attention to what the industry is saying. We already know that he is a withdrawal risk. Every tournament that Louis signs up for is a withdrawal risk, unless it's a major. And the fact that he hasn't withdrawn in a very long time for Usti, it's concerning. Okay, but here's the thing. Usti ranks number one in my overall stat model. Number one in my aggregate model, number one in my confidence model, and number one in the power rankings. How are you going to ignore that? I get it; like there is most definite, definitely serious withdrawal potential, and it could just burn you. And and he does it at the worst time. It's not like he'll announce it Wednesday night while you are sleeping. He'll do it right ten minutes before he's supposed to tee off and say, "Ah." Back's acting up. Can't do it. Won't do it. Here's where I'm going to stand on this. If ownership's low, because people are going to take the stance that they cannot play Louie, you need to roster him. You need to take that gamble. Because you're getting an elite golfer who's the second highest price, and I think he's worth the 10900 that he's playing right now. On an easy course, you have to roster him. If he doesn't top five, obviously he doesn't pay off. If he withdraws, it doesn't pay off. I get that. That's the risk you're going to take. Now, if you can bet him in your state and you don't want to play him in your DFS lines because you don't want to deal with that headache, bet him. That's how you handle it. Do the each way. Put money down. Win some money back. And that's the problem with Louie. All right, the rest of the 10K range. Dustin Johnson, Finau, and Patrick Reed. Everyone's going to come back on Fien out. The DFS industry is just too sharp. Just because he missed the cut last, just uh, or go back to Reed, sorry. Just because Reed missed the cut at the open doesn't mean people are going to not going to play him. He's getting a lot of popularity, fits this course very well, you know, in my overall stat model, fourth, everything of that nature. But the thing is, is that what we've seen from Reed lately isn't really kind of consistent. He has been losing strokes in the last four, eight, 12 rounds. In my approach model. So not doing too well there. When you look at what I'm waiting in 2021, he's barely cracking the top 20 in ability. So there is risk there with 10,300 Patrick Reed, but there's a lot of upside as well. So I can see a lot of lineup builds starting with Reed. The good thing here though, 23rd place in 2019. So you have some course history. Of course, the course history is fueling Tony Fino, who finished third in 2020. Couldn't finish on sunday again and the 23rd finish in 2019 so you have some good course history here and of course we saw him at the open very low owned finish 15th and this was after back-to-back miscuts at the u.s open and the travelers so what do you do here do you play read do you play feed now and do you go up to dj i i think they're all viable options honestly i'm not gonna say fade these guys at all because Tony Finau, the course history here, is you know, a, a bite that it's just two tournaments. It's pretty successful. Dustin Johnson withdrew. He does have the withdrawal risk as well. Um, we've seen it now with his wonderful wife having him film doing backflips back and then a week later withdrawing from tournaments because his knee hurts or whatever. But it's hard to say what kind of hangover is going to happen here. With these guys in this tournament, so that that I think they're all viable options. I'm not going to say don't play them because of the withdraw risk. That's kind of a silly reason not to play someone's because how are you going to know unless you get a, a highlighted report somewhere on Twitter or if you get some kind of secret back, you know, back channel information. Wh- what are you doing? What are you thinking? Right, and that's where you got to attack your sources. Pay attention to what everyone's tweeting, and that and follow these guys on Twitter. Honestly. Look at the golf channel. That's how you guys got to do your homework here on these, on these last four. The one thing I'll say though, about Louie, it comes out of nowhere. You're not going to be aware whether or not it just isn't going to happen. Okay. So going to the nine K range, you got another interesting spin on how DraftKings sorted this. First of all, Sergio Garcia, Matt Wolf, Tringale, Griot, Cam Davis, Bubba Watson, and Robert McIntyre. Robert McIntyre, of course, the new flavor of the month kind of, kind of play. Um, looking at their course history in terms of this tournament, the 3M Open. All right, Matthew Wolf, first place 2019, top 15 in 2020 with a 12th place finish. Tringale third in 2020, Griot third in 2020, Cam Davis 12th. Bubba Watson missed the cut. McIntyre no course history, Sergio no course history. So what are you gonna do? McIntyre eighth at the at the, at the Open. It's fueling his ownership. Sergio was 19th. Okay, Griot and Tringale were both top 30. Cameron finished 26th while, while Griot finished 12th. No one really saw that coming. You look at the PGA 2021 stats. Okay, Matt Wolf. we won't count him just because he's been out with uh, the mental health issues. But all these guys rank in the top 30. Top 25, actually. Bubba Watson in the way did 2021 stats. 22nd. 16th for Cam Davis. Griot is 5th. Tringale is 3rd. Sergio Garcia is 4th. The way I look at this, and I'm personally biased just because Sergio Garcia always tends to burn me, I'm not going to play surge Serge i i I it's one of those moments where I could potentially see him missing the cut. In fact, I'm probably going to bet him to miss the cut, but ownership right now is probably be spaced out pretty evenly among these guys that you're not going to get a leg up or an advantage with probably the exception being Cameron Davis and there's plenty of risk there, obviously if you want to play Cameron Davis now, looking at where these guys rank in my overall stat model, everyone but McIntyre is in the top top 30 okay in all models. The confidence model, the aggregate model, the overall stat model. So, looking a little bit deeper at these guys in terms of scoring, Matt Wolf obviously has been struggling, ups and downs. But different tournaments, you ca- you got to take that with a grain of salt. On their approach game, Cam Davis looked terrible. Right, he looked terrible the last time we saw him. He did. 55th at the John Deere Classic after following his first place finish at Rocket Mortgage. So, do you go to Cam Davis? That's a question. I I think at the reduced ownership, it's most definitely a viable pivot if you want to, but he doesn't necessarily fit this course. The last thing I want to point out about this 9K range. I'm looking at guys who do well on easy courses, and guys who don't are Bubba Watson and Sergio Garcia. I think it just lacks interest, right? They are not Able to utilize their skill sets to give them an advantage because the course is too easy, and that's why you don't see that. But um, like one thing I want to point out is that Cameron Davis, Matt Wolf, and Tringale all take advantage of easy courses. So if I was to lock someone in, I would most definitely do it for them. We don't have enough information on McIntyre here to put him into any particular category. So you know. I, I wish we did to see what he did, you know, on some easier courses, but we don't. So looking at the power rankings in this 9K range, this is all mathematically driven. This is how it works out. Tringale is number one. Creo number two. Cam Davis is number four. Sergio's number three. Sorry, we're going in a different order there. Bubba number five. Matt Wolf number six. And McIntyre number seven. So again, Tringale and Creo are popping. Um, something to point out there. Going to that 8K range now. I'm going to go back to Ricky Fowler and Keegan Bradley, and I'm hoping people don't play Keegan because he missed a cut at the open. He wasn't a great play there, but everyone remembers, you know, just a couple weeks ago and we had to play him. We had to play Hank Labiota. So hopefully their memories lapse in judgment and they look at more of the open information than they do anything else. Um, I like Fowler here. He's going to come in in single digit ownership. Whenever he does that, I tend to like gravitate towards his way, and I think it's a good way to get different. Right? Is Ricky Fowler at eighty nine hundred worth it? It's a very high risk. Like, don't get me wrong. He if he doesn't finish top fifteen, that burns you, burns you badly. Of course, he's never played here before. We saw fifty third at the Open. We're not seeing Ricky Fowler dominate in any particular thing, but I do like the fact that in terms of this course, he fits very well. Everything that Ricky does well, he he can utilize here. In terms of easy courses, he's 7th overall in the field. And then in my confidence model, he ranks 45th. So he's kind of like sneaking into that top half. Again, he could burn you by making the cut because he'll just suck. He can't put four rounds together and it's kind of a pain in the ass. It really is. And I miss good Ricky Fowler. I really do. So a chalk donkey I want to mention at 8,600 is is Kiz. Okay, what do you do with Kizaire? I don't think his game is necessarily a perfect fit for this course. Kiz, though, does tend to do well on easy courses. In my overall stat ranking, he ranks number six, fourteenth 14th in my aggregate model. But he's coming in nearly 20% ownership right now in that first fan share run through. Okay, and you look at him on the PGA Tour stats of 2021, he ranks 13th. He's made two cuts here, but at 8,600, he would not pay off with his best finish being 34th. I don't know. Uh, it's it's a tough sell for me and Kiz right now, especially with the popularity. So, I'll probably pass here at 8,600, but my sentiments could change come Wednesday evening. Now... We're going to skip over Herbert, and we're going straight to McNeely and Fratelli. These guys are double-digit ownership right now. Of course, Fratelli fueled by the fifth-place finish at the U.S. Open. That makes a lot of sense, but McNeely at double-digit ownership, I I can't play him at 8,400 with a golfer who's that volatile. Fits well, don't get me wrong, but Fratelli, no. If Fratelli's double-digit ownership, no thank you. Can't play him either. But Charles Schwartzel, he's an option. Luke List, Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland, I don't like his game recently. His game's been pretty off. In fact, it's been pretty brutal. So cautious with Gary Woodland, but we all know the upside that he can have. Like If you look at like the last 50 rounds and looking at my, at my 3M model, specifically on Fantasy National, he's 23rd in the field. But in the last 12, 32nd. Last eight fifty seventh, 57th. Last four seventy eighth, 78th, right? But if Gary Woodland's going to come in unowned, oh, you need to take some shots on him. I get it. It's Gary Woodland. Two straight missed cuts, 50 at the U.S. Open and a missed cut. So three or four missed cuts in the last four tournaments. What's wrong with him? Uh, Dissecting his last 10 tournaments. He's struggling around the green. He's not dominating off the tee, and he's... Average at best in approach. That uh, that's on the PGA Tour. That's gonna be a recipe for disaster. So, but with that ownership, it's really hard to say. Oh, I don't want any pieces of Gary Woodland when he ranks seventeenth in my overall stat model, twentieth in my aggregate model, and fourteenth in my confidence model. Hard to do that. Listen, Schwartzel. Schwartzel is the worst of the three. Uh, List ranks 28th uh, in the overall stat model. Schwartzel ranks 37th. We know that this is going to be a course based on approach. Of course, Charles was third place finish in 2020. Luke List, the 32nd place finish in 2020, and he's not going to pay off at 8,100, so cautious there. Going in that 7,000 range, Doug Gim. we'll talk about him a little bit later, but we are going to go back to Hank Lebiota. We are going back to Lanto Griffin, Johnny Vegas, who's going to be chalk, chalk, chalk this week, which you may want to fade or not. He's been on fire. He's been doing really well, so it might be good chalk to eat. Joel Dahman. Going to go back to him, even though he burns me on easy courses. Adam Shank, Bo Hostler, going to go back to him. Adam Hadwin is like my sneaky play for the weekend here in this 7K range, and Bo Hogue, Pat Perez, Tom Lewis, all in the 7K range, guys that I want to play. Absolutely guys that I want to play. Looking at my power rankings, it is littered, littered with 7K players. The top 53 is all. Top 38 is littered with 7K players. Hank, LeBiota, 5th in the power rankings. Johnny Vegas is ninth in the power rankings. Gim, 18th. Kirk, 19th. Shank, 20th. Stricker, 21st. 23rd for Rogers. 24th for uh, Merritt and Pat Perez. They're tied. The list goes on and on. Sneds is 27th. Ryan Moore is 28th. Lanto Griffin is 29th. Stallings is 30th. Hogue, Bo Hogue is 32nd. We are littered in the 7K range and blessed with tons of awesome, positive plays. Of course, looking at all these guys on easy courses, they all dominate. Nothing really stands out more, though, than Kucher, who ranks 5th overall on easy courses. Adam Hanway ranks number one, of course, a little bit limited in terms of sample size. So, cautious there. But still, this is a very easy course. You're going to have to take some long shots. Hadwin's been terrible lately, by the way, but he did finish fourth in 2019. But I'll take that upside. So, where are you going to go? Like, the 7K range is going to be your bread and butter this week. If you get the 7K range wrong, it's over. You're not going to have a shot at winning your, your GPP. And you're also going to have to look at ownership. So looking at the 7K range specifically, is going to get tons of love. So is someone like Patrick Rogers. Johnny Vegas. Adam Shank. 14.6% for Adam Shank. Then you got someone like Kyle Stanley. He's coming in at like 14% ownership. Come on, man. You're going to tell me that EVR doesn't have that kind of upside? Chucky Three Sticks, Sned's. These guys are good for the 7K range. Joel Dahman? People don't want to play Joel? After that open performance, you don't want to go back to him? He usually sucks on easy courses, by the way. But still, you... you, Recent form truthers, you most definitely want pieces of Joel Dahman. Johnny Vegas going to be chalk, man. Probably double-digit, close to 20%. Talked about everywhere. So some tough decisions to make here in this 7K range. Guys, I like, though, Lebiota, Griffin. I do like Vegas. I'm not sold on Joel Dahman, but still right now he's a, he's part of the player pool consideration. Adam Shank, Kostler Hadwin. Hogue Perez and Tom Lewis are all guys in this 7k range that I'm interested in rostering. One little nugget I want to point out here in Lee Aldrich's course suitability metric, the top course suitability is Joel Dahman. fourth place in the 7k range, fourth place for a guy who just finished 46th at the open, made the cut, right? But is not played at the 3M open. So I don't like sharing too much from Fan Chair because it's all behind a paywall, but who cares? Sepstraka, that same list, number 10. Number 10. All right. So that's the Birdie or Better segment. The next question is who are we not going to play this weekend?
0: No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. 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 How no? Can't do it.
2: So this is the Cut Lines, can't do it, won't do it, where we will dissect the players with double-digit ownership that we can't play. The guys we can't play. And right now, this list belongs to a few people, but no one more importantly than Doug Gim. The Gim Reaper coming in at over 20% ownership in our first fan share run-through. No thank you. I get it. People are going to fall in love with, With the fact that he's done so well lately. 18th at the John Deere Classic. 32nd at the Rocket Mortgage. But it's $7,900? I'll go elsewhere. No thank you. I want none of the Gim Reaper. The guy who falls apart on Sunday. Falls apart. Always. Ends up crushing your dreams. And you want a piece of that. Course history here. Finished 18th. 2020. No, thank you. Next guy. Double-digit ownership that I right now cannot play, won't play. Maverick McNeely. Yes, I get it. I do get certain aspects of wanting to play him this weekend. 18th at the John Deere. 21st at the Rocket Mortgage. 24th here in... in, in or not here, but just average finishing position in the last three events. Has not played here before, but at eighty four hundred dollars, you're gonna you're gonna throw in twenty some percent Maverick and McNeely into your lineups. I just can't do that. I can't do that, especially in that eight thousand dollar range. Overall stat model, he ranks top twenty. Right, I, I'd much rather play McNeely than Schwartzel, but this is an easy course. Anything can happen. Are we going to have chalk hit again? The at, the at the rate it's going, yes. Chalk's been hitting, whether it's good or bad chalk, for the last four or five tournaments. It's been nuts. You know that's going to turn at some point. If you've been playing the way I typically play and banking on chalk to miss, it's going to happen sooner or later. And you are going to reap the rewards for it. So take that in consideration when when playing these chalky plays. So the last last guy, Dylan Fratelli, no thank you. If you're going to be double-digit ownership, I'm not going to play you. No thanks. Can't do it. Won't do it. Won't have pieces of you. Hopefully you get down to single-digit ownership. Then we'll come back and revisit you. But if you're going to be that high-owned, no thank you. I get it. You just did very well at the Open Championship. Put it in your pocket. Enjoy it. Have a Coke, a smile, and shut up. Boom. Done deal. Uh, Bubba Watson, Luke List, other guys I'm noting. I'm not putting them on the can't-do-its, but interesting enough, like, easy courses do not bode well for these guys. Especially at their price points. So, not saying it's a say-all, be-all, but it's a tough sell to me when Bubba ranks 111th in the field on incredibly easy courses, right? He gains no advantage with his shot-shaping ability. So, that's it. We are going to look now at the 6K range and the monsters and guarantees the 6K guys that we say are going to finish top 25 or better. <laughs> Martin Pillar. He is a monster.
0: He is a monster. Miscut, miscut. Martin Pillar. I guarantee he'll make the cut. Martin Pillar. Miscut, miscut. I guarantee he'll make the cut. Martin (laughs) Pillar. A monster. I guarantee he'll make the cut.
2: So, this is the 6K Monsters and Guarantee, where we look at the players in the 6K range and anticipate them finishing top 25 or better, paying off with all that value. So, right away, I'm just going to talk about the guys I like and give them a nice little list of the 6K range. Kadira, but I have a feeling he'll be double digit owned. And you just, I'm not one to play double digit 6K chalk. Vaughn Taylor, Bryce Garnett, Keith Mitchell, Duffner, Sean O'Hare, and Kevin Tway. So, oh, last guy to mention is Denny McCarthy and Benion. Um, I think those guys are viable options as well. Um, Other than that, though, the reason I'm targeting these guys is because they do well in these type of environments, these scoring environments to where they need to play well and dominate. The only one I kind of s- am suspect on there is Kevin Tway, but this is more of like a gut feeling, gut call. Like hopefully it works out. But Duffner, 35th, Keith Mitchell, 27th, Garnett down at like 61st. Okay, these guys also fit in Lee Aldrich's course suitability metric. In terms of like my confidence in them, the highest in the confidence model goes to Russell Knox. So if you want to go to Russell Knox at 39th, be my guest. Absolutely do it. Aggregate model looking at Duffner 37th. All right, none of these guys pop in the overall stat model, they're just not consistent enough to do so. But if you look at guys on PGA Tour for this year, Matt Naismith ranks seventh in the field in the weighted stats that I'm considering. Okay, 15th, Roger Sloan. Again, you're going to have to tackle this six K range to win. And you're gonna have to put the right pieces together. I don't think a balanced build's gonna win you this this week. It, it can, but it's just scoring galore. We we've seen different things happen at, at different tournaments, like from TBC Craig Ranch to you know what happened at the John Deere Classic, what's going on at the Barbasol last weekend, guys who were playing well then. Like think about it. Like Josh Teeter finished fifteenth at the Barbasol. David Lingmerth eleventh. And and Lingmerth is six thousand eight hundred this week. Teeter six thousand four hundred. Look at someone like Michael Gligic. Six thousand three hundred finished in nineteenth last weekend. Vincent Whaley finished twenty sixth last weekend. So. Like, don't act like these players don't have the opportunity or advantage to win the 6K range, but it's going to be a tough tournament to project. But make sure you guys use that simulator because that will be available tomorrow. But guys I like, Keith Mitchell, Kadira, Sean O'Hare, Duffner, McCarthy, Tway, and Bryce Garnett. Those are your MGs. Let's not forget Vaughn Taylor, On, and Matthew Naismith. All right, let's take it home. It's time to go
0: all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him.
2: That's it. It's over. It's all over. That is the Cutlines breakdown of the 3M open. Make sure that you guys go to Cutlinegolf.com for all your free DFS analysis. But we are off for two weeks. We've got the Olympics, Olympic golf, and if plus DK opens up some type of Olympic option, we're probably not gonna tackle a show. I'm gonna try to do some website updates to give you guys some free more like more free content looking at potentially. Updating the Vegas page appropriately. We're still working on it. Thought about doing like a player profile page. There are so many options I'm thinking about out tackling. It's just, it just takes a long time to build that stuff. Anyways, unless we get some Olympic DK, we'll see you at the WGC. Thank you Fanshare Sports. Thank you Cutline Golf. But the biggest thanks goes out to you, the listener. Appreciate the time. Smash cash. Go and get it.